This is Transistor.fm. Hey everyone, welcome to Build Your SaaS. This is the behind the scenes story of building a web app in 2020. I'm John Buda, a software engineer. And I'm Justin Jackson. I do product and marketing. Follow along as we build Transistor.fm and just try to, <laughs> try to keep going. Yeah, and try to stop from going crazy. Yeah. But, just getting out of bed and I put on jeans today before noon, so that's good. Nice. That, that's a great show title. <laughs> jeans on before noon. Yep. That's like, if that's all I do today, then I consider that a success. Yeah. It is weird. Like right now I haven't showered. I didn't like do my hair. I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I, I still feel like I've got a little bit of that, uh, you, you know, uh, <sighs> it's, it's kind of dumpy. Right. Right. And yeah, I'll be wearing, I'll be wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> you can't get a haircut anytime soon. Yeah. So the haircut thing is concerning. Although I'm going to, I'm going to send my guy some money because mm. I can still work and he can't. Yeah. Yeah. I we feel really bad. Yeah. We've been, we've been, uh, we have a, a gal that helps us with, uh, cleaning and we've been paying her, but yeah, it would be, I should send some money to, uh, my barber the, the, I wish that the tools for those folks were better. I know I've been kind of ragging on this for a while, but I just spent this morning probably two hours uh, trying to contact Square support and then actually getting on the phone with Square support Yeah, to help my friend who owns a skateboard shop here get his store online. Wow. It's just like they acquired Weebly, and so now they've got a, a mashup of Square and Weebly and... Oh. The tools that people have to navigate. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I pay my I pay for my haircuts with Venmo. Mm. My guy's like, yeah, just just like say like thanks in the comments because he's like, I don't want I don't want it to refer to what I do. Oh yeah, because then because I'm not really supposed to use Venmo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it. Because it's like there's no fees, right? So he's just because he's an independent contractor and he was like using this other platform that would take all this money away. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's weird. You know, we could play a little I have never here. I have never used Venmo. Oh, well, you're not missing much. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> it's 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 not available in Canada. Oh, all right. I mean, it's it. So, you know what it is, though? I From what I can tell, it's like a way to send money. It's a way to send money, but but also think of it's a way to send money, but then everyone you know can see what you're spending money on and who you're paying and how much. Oh. Unless you make everything private, which is what I did. It's stupid. It's like social money. What? It's like a social it's it's so dumb. Why why do people want it public? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. This is weird. I guess. I mean, from what I see is just like people people making stupid comments like Here's 50 bucks for a blowjob. <laughs> when really it's not that, right? And those are the comments. Uh, okay. Got, uh, Chris, remind me to put explicit on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I could I could change the. I <laughs> know that made me laugh. Uh, we're keeping it, yeah, folks. If you're anyway. listening to this podcast at home on your on your uh, Alexa, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I it's it, it's owned it, it, by it, PayPal too. They had a PayPal bot. I I have a feeling. I mean, when it started, I think it was like probably started right in the time when you know just posting everything online was okay and not weird yet Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like Uh, when when people just wanted a feed of everything including what you're spending your money on yeah that is okay i'm gonna see if i can apply for this right now i don't think i can for a long time it was not available in canada i eh, maybe now the paypal owns it it is oh yeah see it says uh to use Venmo, we need your mobile phone number, but it doesn't accept my number. So th- oh. there, there's some API out there that does not recognize Canadian numbers, prob- may- maybe on purpose. but mm, Yeah, maybe it has more to do with the bank account information you would then enter. Yeah, I don't know. yeah the, the banking systems are pretty separated by the way listeners out there that are canadian and get paid in u.s dollar funds i just went through a whole rigmarole um is that a is that an american saying too yeah rigmarole what what is the etymology of that what the heck rigmarole what the heck uh anyway i just went through a whole rigmarole and uh i'm going to be publishing soon how to best um Receive U.S. dollar funds, and then t- how to get the best exchange rate? Because does it involve the Cayman Islands <laughs> and laundering your money? <laughs> Listen, you got to do what you got to do. You want you want the best exchange rate, then uh... right. <laughs> so yeah, you mentioned something about that, and you said you lost a bunch of money. It was it because that the. the the rate, the exchange rate changed overnight drastically? Yeah, yeah. So let's see here. Let's do a little... Or the value of the do- one of the dollars changed? One USD to CAD. So in the last month, we started at one US dollar was worth $1.34 on February 29th. And at its peak, one US dollar was worth $1.45 Canadian. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, that's the bank rate, but you don't actually get that rate when you convert U.S. dollars to Canadian using PayPal or using even your own bank account. Right. And so, it, the and these numbers, I mean, it can be a lot of money, you know. I was thinking about this the other day. When's the last time you made, you know, uh, well, especially right now, made, you know, five Five hundred, a thousand dollars on your stocks in a month, right? Well, it it you can eat, like the difference between a dollar thirty eight and a dollar forty five um, uh, Canadian is that's huge, right? Yeah, that's big. So figuring this stuff out, it's worth it to figure this stuff out almost more than you know trying to figure out what stocks to pick or where you should be investing your money right now if you're Canadian. Um, and you get paid in U.S. dollars, then, uh, and actually, I think every Canadian, if they can, should have some sort of uh, side hustle where they do get paid in U.S. dollars because 
there's uh, one of the advantages is it's kind of like getting a 45% raise or a 38% raise, huh. depending on yeah. what the exchange rate is. So, so did you figure it out? So interestingly, PayPal is still the fastest and cheapest way for me to get U.S. dollars. Um, and part of this has to do with, I can open up a U.S. dollar bank account, but it's still located here in Canada. It's not a true U.S. dollar account. And so, yeah, getting um, the fastest, cheapest way to get U.S. dollars from an American, you know, uh, company that's paying you to you is still through PayPal. And what I figured out is that I can then transfer from PayPal into TransferWise. And so TransferWise doesn't give you the absolute best rate, but it's the best rate you can get in an online exchange where you don't have to call a guy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so eventually I'm going to try to move to the call a guy. Um, And that's where you like get on the phone and you have to say, okay, I want to, I want to sell, you know, a thousand dollars. I mean, you probably would do it only for bigger amounts, but I want to sell $10,000 in us funds. What, what will you pay me for it? And then they'll say, oh, we'll pay you, you know, it's, exchange is $1.45 right now. We'll, we'll pay you $1.44. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the best, but transfer-wise is pretty good. And so, um, and there's still some fees with that, like, especially on big amounts, but I'm, so I'm still <laughs> in the midst of trying to <laughs> yeah. tweak this, but you can see the complexity, right? Like you've, you, you may have gotten paid in US dollars, but then you're, you're trying to figure out how can I best get this money in the right spot so that I can convert it. And all of these things take time, it takes two or three days to transfer the money and all that stuff. So, hmm. uh, yeah, so eventually I'll, I'll share when I figure out what is the actual best. Oh, you know what? I didn't hit record on this. Jesus. I hope you're recording. <laughs> you're recording, you're recording. Yeah, I am. Oh my! God. I said, "Hey, let's use this new thing here," and then. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, you, you can. So you are recording in QuickTime, right? Yeah, I, uh, okay. I, do. I am. Are you? <laughs> This is why we have backups, people. We're trying this Riverside.fm podcast recording thing, but I didn't click record in it. Anyway, uh, what else is going on? Uh, Well, we're, let's see, we're in the middle of switching banks, Mm. which has been interesting. Yeah. I don't know if we need to get into specifics, but there were some... Also, some rigmarole with that. <laughs> Who owns rigmarole.com? I don't know. That, that's a good domain. Yeah, so we, we switched to Mercury. Yep. And it's a, part of this... Yeah, totally virtual was, online bank. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, why did we switch? We switched. Well, we were we've been using uh, Capital One Spark, and they have been in this weird limbo state where they don't allow you to sign up for a new account or add accounts to your account, like check, new checking accounts. And I think I think they're just gonna 
sunset their entire bank business banking. Like I don't, it's weird. They don't really tell you what's going on, but they also, uh, our accounting software had updated how they connect to banks and capital one does not work with that method. I'm pretty sure they use plaid, which is an online like banking platform. Mm-hmm. Um, Capital One doesn't work with that. So it's really just man, very tedious and manual for us to, to import our books and all of our all of our transactions into Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was the impetus for that. And then there was a sort of a fiasco where there was an autofill problem. Yeah, I autofilled... When I signed up, I I accidentally autofilled something that made my password the name of the company. Yeah, which was just like gibberish. And so our initial our initial transfer from Stripe to Mercury just kept failing over and over to the point where I was like, we shouldn't use Mercury because they suck. And it was really a combination of problems that eventually got fixed. Yeah. 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 The uh yeah, that was and I, I was one thing I was thinking about is thank goodness we had some cash in the bank because if we were, you know, if if we were relying on those stripe transfers to come in. Right. And because it failed like three or four weeks in a row, mm-hmm. then you know, that would have been uh right. bad news. Right. And I'm just glad there's like a there is uh, for lack of a better word a money a money trail. I don't know if that's a thing, mm-hmm. but like I feel like I've heard horror stories of wire transfers, like just like going into the wrong account or nowhere, and you can't get it back, and just disappearing. It's just like gone. But to be honest, I I wonder if anyone else listening has this anxiety. But every time I transfer money, yeah, I get nervous. Like I I get nervous when I when I do those PayPal transfers, I do nervous when I, I get nervous when, when I initiate our payroll, every time there's money kind of in limbo in the ether, I, I'm just like, Oh, like until it's actually in my right. bank account, I don't feel good. It's because it's never instant either. So you're just like, there's this like period where it's, I don't know, validating it or something. And it's just like mm-hmm. hours or days. And you're like, it's just somewhere there's some bits that are yeah. just sitting there. there. There's different types of digital money. Like I trust the digital money in my bank account more than I trust PayPal digital money or even a Stripe balance, but especially a transfer. Like when the digital money is just transferring, I do not trust it. Or right. if it's in like a third party, like transfer wise or something like that. I'm yeah. like, Get it out of here as quick as it can. As right. I can. So, um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, and just sort of trying to survive this weird time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know, if, since we last talked, it's gotten any better. I mean, maybe we're adapting to this isolation better, but yeah, state of things has not necessarily gotten better. <laughs> yeah, especially in the, the states, the yeah. the news out of there is is distressing. Yeah, it's uh it's grim. I mean, it's like I think no one knows what to expect. Obviously because this is new for everyone, but also it was just handled so poorly early on. 
Yeah. And we have a leader who is just like making up excuses mm-hmm. instead of actually helping. Yeah. And yet his approval ratings are somehow going up. I don't understand <laughs> what the hell is happening. There's a little bit of a halo effect, which is in times of trouble, when there's somebody on TV that is at least looking like they're leading. Uh, right. They There's... Because we have this to a certain extent in Canada too. There's people who did not like Trudeau before. And now that he's like showing himself to be a leader, they're like, you know what? I I didn't like him before, but now it's just, it's nice to see him leading, you know? And, right. uh, and, I, and even like our, our, we have a national doctor that's kind of in control of things and I think people want to trust these folks and don't want, they want them to be above reproach when things are scary. Yeah. I would love to be able to trust him as well, but <laughs> I do not. He's the person I trust the least in this situation. Yeah. And yet here we are. So. And yet here we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. I have a friend who's an ER doctor and it's going to be crazy for him. And yeah, I worry about, you know, friends and family who I can't see on a regular basis. And yeah, um, it hasn't affected anyone I know closely yet, but it w- it will. Yeah, like, for sure. It will. I mean, my son, my youngest son, uh, this morning felt, uh, nauseous. And I mean, <laughs> when you have kids, they get sick all the time, but the fact that he gets, got sick now, we were immediately like, Oh my God, like, he was nauseous and he had a little bit of a fever and we're like, okay, like, is this it? Like, are we in it now? And I wish so much that we could just get tests. I know there's not enough tests, but, um, cause there's not enough tests in Canada either. They won't give them to you unless you're very sick. Right. And it would just be, it would be so relieving to know, are we sick or are we not sick? Right. Because listen to me, I my voice is, you know, I've got this voice right now, which I often get this time of year from allergies. But when you're, when you don't know if it's allergies or COVID-19, it's like, yeah, I mean, ah. any, any headache or sneeze, you're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. They, there's a, bunch of places working on tests or have gotten approved for these really quick rapid tests which are great but it's going to be months before those are out in any scale and that's pretty much the thing they need to do is just like test everyone yeah yeah and then isolate people who are positive yeah or anyone that was in contact with those people for a couple weeks and like that's what korea did that's what yeah it's just and instead there's like the president is fighting with state governors over like whether or not they say nice things about him. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh I mean, I know, I know you and I talked about this last time, but I do hope, even though I know, especially in the States that um, some folks became quite disenchanted uh, with the political process here in Canada, I think we've been largely complacent. We don't, you know, the political process doesn't affect most of us that much. And, and in some ways 
especially in tech, I see a lot of people that say, you know, I don't read the news and I don't really care about what's going on politically because I can't really affect anything. And I used to feel that way too. Um, I still think that most of the time we don't need to read the news all the time. But I do think we've abdicated some of our responsibility as citizens to just be more engaged in what's going on in our towns, in our state or provinces, and our country. And And now we're seeing the repercussions of that. Right, like the in Canada and the U.S. and most of Europe, folks, countries were not prepared for this. the The pandemic response units in all of those countries were underfunded to a certain extent. Um, you know, we had lots of warning with the last SARS outbreak, and I think for us as citizens to think. Because it's just as easy for us to forget forget about it, you know. Like, yeah. you know, SARS came and went. And it's like, oh, didn't affect me. Back to playing Fortnite. Yeah, and, and we can, you know, make fun of people that had to wear masks all the time. And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And I hope that after this, we realize no, the average citizen doesn't need to be reading news twenty four seven. We don't need to know that you know somebody in New Orleans stubbed their toe. It's okay for us to not have that kind of news in our face all the time. But I, for us to be involved in the political process uh, and acting as citizens and not just ignoring it because our bank accounts are full. <laughs> right. Yeah. I hope so. I hope there's a, I hope there's a massive change. I, like I said, I don't know. I, it's too early to tell what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. At this I mean, point, like I'm honestly worried about the election in November because yeah, it's just everything is so weird. I mean, if 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 all else fails, we just transfer transistor to Canada and you move here, and right then you just wait for the U.S. invasion. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what, I'm sure some people are wondering how we're doing. A lot of we're getting a lot of nice messages um, asking you know, how we're doing and business wise, we're doing, we're doing fine. Um, All right. We, we are still doing um, good revenue. We're still growing. We've seen um, more interest in private podcasts since this whole outbreak. A lot yeah, of, there have been a lot of, a lot of companies and teams have been using it to keep remote employees up to date. Yeah. Interesting to see. Uh, and you know, the, the conversion rate on those conversations is, We'll see, you know, how many people end up upgrading. There's always a, a lag time, right? Right. Uh, so we have at least two weeks. And sometimes, especially for private podcasting, I'm finding we have to extend those trials a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is, because I, I know everyone feels these things, but, you know, this is so shameful. Even though Transistor is doing well. I still get a little bit jealous of my friends who are doing better. (laughs) And I just want to bring that out just because I know a lot of people, that's a normal human emotion, but there's just this feeling of like, you know, I have certain, I have in the back channels of the internet, I, I have a handful of friends that they're just doing really good business right now. And 
what do you call that when you're when you don't realize how good you have it? <laughs> Complacency, isn't that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- w- wish you wish you had. You know, grass is always greener. Yeah, and, I mean, it's jealousy. I don't know what it is. I mean, it, is it is it a thing where you're looking at monetarily? They're doing better. I mean, on one hand, I'm cheering for them cheering for friends and i'm i'm genuinely happy for them like genuinely but there is a a a tinge of of you know a flicker in my mind of oh man you know like what if what if transistor isn't the right thing you know podcast listening's down a little bit right now and you know maybe we're not on the right train and yeah, and, we did we did talk a bit about that. Yeah. Privately last week about if we need to like hedge our bets against podcasting not working out and if there's something else we can do within podcasting that would that would allow transistor to live on longer, but Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's something to think about. <sighs> I mean, honestly, I have nothing to complain about. Like it is so I I I'm revealing the shameful thing because I think it's something a lot of humans feel, but honestly, like I'm heartbroken for most of my friends right now are not doing great. They're out of work or they, their business is, has been, uh, furloughed. Is that, is that a word? Yeah. Well, Um, if they're an employee, they may have been furloughed. Yeah. Or, you know, they're, they've had to close up shop or they're losing tons of money. And, it's dumb for me to be anything but thankful right now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's the thing I, I keep thinking about too, is like, I know there's people out of work and obviously I mentioned my hair, the hair, my hair guy, and like, he can't work. And mm-hmm. I need work. So I, it's the least I can do is just like help him out. Yeah. Cause I want him to be able to work after this is over and not have to like close up shop and go do something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are hurting or will be, like this is still the beginning of this epic economic, I don't know, downturn or whatever is going to, or yeah. economic decimation. I don't know. It's like, yeah. And you know, maybe that's part of it is the anxiety when you know, some people have millions in their bank account right? and, and you're kind of going into this storm and it's just so easy to go. Oh, like even, like I said, um, I think I've probably got about a year's worth of savings right now. You know, we'd have to be living pretty economically, but I, I think we could we could survive for a year on the on the cash I have right now. Um, but still, like, there's something. I think maybe it's just human nature to go, wow, like, and and taken to its its biggest extreme. You know, you've got Jeff Bezos who. You know, he was able to sell before this whole coronavirus hit. He sold three point five billion dollars worth of stock right before this hit, and all the stocks yeah. tanked. And it's hard. I, I mean, I think it's probably easier for us to, in that context, for us to be like, "Fuck that guy," you know? Like, right? We're, we're heading into this crazy economic uncertainty, and Amazon's doing better than ever. Bezos just sold $3.5 billion worth of stock. Now he's got $110 billion in 
in yeah, net which worth. Is more money than he will literally ever spend. Yes. And and he opened up basically a donation page for his workers to, <laughs> for regular people to donate money to Amazon workers. Like what dude, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and uh, I'm sure we'll get some backlash from this by the way, cause there's always the, the corporate defenders and um, I just don't buy it. Yeah. 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 It's his money. He can do what he wants with it, but like, come or, on. Or, or that any generosity is good generosity. Cause uh, was it him or, or, or Zuck that gave 25 million and people were saying, well, that's like somebody who earns a hundred thousand giving a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. It's nothing. And, and people say, well, why can't we just be thankful that someone gave 25 million? And the whole point is folks like this crisis is revealing that there's massive inequality in our countries. Yeah. In Canada and the U S especially, but all over the world. And, um, it just feels like if we can't just call it a spade, a spade when the spade is clearly revealed, you know, yeah. like the spade is out. Like the, we can all see it. Let's just call it what it is. This system sucks. And I'm not advocating for, uh, you know, socialism or anything. I'm just saying, Whatever form of capitalism we have right now, if if you're a person, uh, just a regular person who doesn't have millions or billions net worth, and you don't feel like there's something broken in here, um, it's broken. Yeah, it is broken. I think it's the cracks are totally being revealed. Yeah, I read something about how how the price of health insurance in the U S might go up drastically because so many people got sick. It's like, okay, let's think about that for a minute. What? Yeah. And, and if, if it is, if it's ignorance that causes a bad response to the pandemic, like if we had time to prepare, if we could have invested whatever it was, what, what did we need to invest in pandemic response for this to go differently. It was surely less than we're going to lose in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it, I don't know if it's ignorance. It might just be greed. Yeah. I mean, greed or, I mean, I'm sure when you're a head of state, you've got to figure out how to shuffle the money around. Simply the fact that Amazon can pay very little corporate tax because they can just keep reinvesting profits into the company. There's got to be a limit to that. Yeah. If you as a personal, as an individual taxpayer, if you decide to um, reinvest, you know, the money you've got left over in your personal development, you still pay tax. You pay tax as soon as that paycheck goes out. Right. And again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, um, we shouldn't encourage R&D. I'm not saying we shouldn't encourage companies to invest money in, you know, making companies better and all that, but there needs to be a limit to it. And if, (laughs) if, if the, if the, if the tool that you're using isn't producing the outcome you want. So if, if the outcome you want is a more equitable, prosperous society and the tool you're using is, well, we'll give companies a tax credit on everything they reinvest 
but it's not producing a more equitable society, we'll change the tool. Right. And I, I think it's okay for us to be angry. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. The amount of money that some of those people have is just ridiculous compared to what other people have. And, and I think what people realize that amount of money is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but on your, on your, on your note of like sort of feeling jealous or whatever it is mm-hmm. about friends that are doing better or companies that, that you know, they're doing better. I mean, it, I feel some of that, but it's, it's also like, I know some of these companies are, are doing more to help mm-hmm. than, we're, than we're able to. Mm-hmm. And that would also be kind of a nice place to be, right? Like, yeah, like we're doing well. And obviously our, our, the growth hasn't slowed yet or shrunk or whatever, but mm-hmm. it may happen, but it would also be nice to, you know, have a bunch of money sitting around to where we could invest that in, in people or, or just like give money, like grants to people to keep businesses we like alive or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not in that, like we don't have millions in the bank or billions or whatever. Yeah. We're, we're not quite in that zone yet. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, we're not. Yeah. I mean, we've been, uh, individually and as a company, we've been supporting some folks and I think we could still do more there, but you know, our, our, we, we do have a limit in terms of what we can do. But actually, that is one. I think that's one way to to fight jealousy. Is <laughs> just to go, okay, you knucklehead, like, uh, quit, quit that, get that thought out of your head, and right. go out and help somebody. Jeez, yeah. Jesus Christ, Justin, like, just yeah. Quit, I mean, that's that's quit being yeah. such a a selfish dummy. And 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 we also know, like, we've talked about our philosophy of wait and see. And how many times have you been jealous of somebody and then 10 years later you look at that person and go, oh man, <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm sure glad that I didn't have their life, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, that happens to all of us. We all go in and out of good times and bad times and whatever, but um, I, it, it, it's foolish clearly to be jealous of anybody. That doesn't help. It doesn't, it doesn't move you forward. It doesn't produce anything any positives at all yeah i mean it's just it's tough because there's i think individually little or nothing either of us can really do to solve the the problem the bigger problem we're in which is Mm. how do you you know fix this whole virus situation like yeah neither of us can do anything about that yeah so it's like and we can't really leave our house so (laughs) (laughs) you're just like stuck being like i can't do anything i mean we can do some things i think they're small and that's the hard part in with when faced with big problems there's this idea of okay what do we do you and i and all of our listeners here you know we have the ability to say for example when this is over there's growing consensus that wearing masks in public is probably a good way to 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 stop the spread of this disease and many diseases. And you and I could on this podcast say, you know what, we're the type of people now that wear masks when we feel sick or during a outbreak. 
That's yeah. what we do now. When we go out in public, when we're riding the subway, uh, we wear masks. And that kind of um, signaling and kind of people like us do things like this, I think can be helpful. Even though it's tiny, uh, those kind of tiny steps of, you know, <laughs> for people to know, like, you're not alone. Like, it's okay. You can wear a mask and... Um, it actually does make a difference. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been acceptable in Asian countries for a long time. Yeah. Whereas here, you see someone, you're like, "Oh, what's that's weird." Yeah. Yes. I. I mean, totally. Like, I would. Prior to this, just being honest here, I would have been. I would have been nervous about sitting next to someone on a plane with a mask on. Right. And now it's just like that's. You should just thank that person, <laughs> but you, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, like. You should yeah, thank them in there, was, mind. Yeah, there was a report out, I think, this morning that I saw that that compared overall deaths in the U.S. for like for this past three weeks. Like it, if you because everyone is inside, isolating, the death rate is actually lower. If if you don't account for coronavirus related stuff, like like less people are dying because less people are going outside. Oh yeah. Just for like normal reasons. Yeah. Less people just, driving and crazy to think about, or it's like, or, or not passing around other illnesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not shaking hands. So, so the whole, I mean, the whole point of the thing was like this, you know, after this is over, right. We hopefully can rethink what it means to like, I don't know, just be in public and be around other people. And like some things may have to change. Totally. Let's wind this thing down. I, I'll just share a, a little bit of what I'm working on right now because it might be interesting. Uh, uh, and there's a, a moral issue that John and I are, are wrestling with here, which is um, right now ads are cheap. And um, I feel like we should try some advertising. And that may include some... <laughs> That may include doing some YouTube ads, which before uh, John and I hadn't been excited to do because of I I don't really want to support Google's ad business. Feeding the Google monster. Feeding the Google monster. But I think, um, yeah, I think it's worth trying right now. And uh, I just put up an ad today that's going to, I think the budget's 25 bucks a day for a week and uh, CPMs seem pretty low. So I'll report back. And, and so your, your, your hypothesis is that there's so many more people at home watching YouTube mm-hmm. that they might see our ad. Should we? So <laughs> I, I haven't seen the ad. Should we make like a, a dark, like political ad, <laughs> political style ad? Oh yeah, that's true. We could just buy ads that all we just do. Your- does your podcast host track listener data? Oh, I was I was thinking even I was thinking you were going to go Cards Against Humanity style, which oh. like the ad has nothing to do with podcast host. Oh yeah, <laughs> but we're just yeah, that too. We're, we're just spreading our own propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, probably probably shouldn't do that, but you know, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we 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 could talk about tracking for sure. I haven't. Right now, I'm just promoting private podcasts. Yeah. Um, there has been no ads yet, so I don't know what CPMs I'm getting, but 
I'll report back and see, let folks know if that was worthwhile. Um, yeah, that was worthwhile. And uh, yeah, we're, I, I keep tweaking things. I, every day, uh, John and I were talking about this before, but every day I feel like I get a little bit more productive, you know, like at first I was getting nothing done and then it was like 15 minutes of productive work and then 30 minutes. And yeah. How are you feeling on that front? Um, last week was pretty much a disaster. Yeah. For work. I just couldn't get much done. My lower back has been really hurting because I can't exercise certain, like I can't go swimming. I can't really, uh, I've been sitting in chairs that I shouldn't be sitting in for longer than I should be sitting in them or like sitting on a couch too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, yeah, I've been trying to figure out like better exercises to do for my lower back and just, just trying to, I don't know, stand more or whatever. But yeah, yeah, last week not was not great. So, um, yeah, that's why, you know, this Monday I started off and put on, like I said, put on jeans <laughs> before noon. <laughs> Try try to kick it off right. <laughs> this is this is the pants methodology. Yeah. The right pants methodology. It's, uh what is it? Um uh pants driven development. Pants driven development, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good I gotta I'm gonna write that down. Pants driven development. Uh yeah, let's uh let's close this thing off. Why don't you thank the folks, right. the fine folks who support us on Patreon? Yeah. Yeah, thanks to everyone on Patreon. Uh, we have Sofia Quintero, uh, Diogo. One word, Chris Diogo. Will- Diogo. Chris Willow, Mason Hensley, Borja Soler, Ward Sandler, Eric Lima, James Sowers, Travis Fisher, Matt Buckley, Russell Brown, Evandro Sassi, Freddie Yumna Schimbecker, Noah Prail, Robert Simplicio, Colin Gray, Josh Smith, Ivan Kirkovic, Brian Ray. By the Shane way, Smith. just one thing about Brian Ray. I'm not sure if he's if I'm not sure if he's found a job yet, but he is incredible. If you are looking for an incredible product manager type person or product lead, he would be an incredible hire. Uh, Brian Ray, search him up. R H E A. Yeah, Shane Smith, Austin Loveless, Simon Bennett, Michael Sitfer, Paul Jarvis, and Jack Ellis. My brother Dan Bruda, Darby Frey. Samori Augusto, Dave Young, Brad from Canada, Sammy Schuchert, Mike Walker, Adam Devander, Dave Junta. Junta! Guess what I'm sending in the mail? What? I'm sending Junta some stickers. Oh, nice. And guess how I wrote Junta? G I U U U U U U U N T A. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I talked to, I was chatting with Dave last week. And might be it might be interesting to have him on the show because of because of the work he does and where he works. Oh man, Dave can come on the show anytime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got so a he's, we, he's got a permanent seat here. So maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll do that soon. Oh man, could you imagine? Just that would be a one word episode title. Yeah, Junta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and finally, Kyle Fox from GetRewardful.com. Thanks, everyone. We will see you next week.
Podcast hosting is provided by Transistor.fm. They host our MP3 files, generate our RSS feed, provide us with analytics, and help us distribute the show to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. If you want to start your own podcast or you want to switch to Transistor, go to Transistor.fm slash Justin and get 15% off your first year.